Hi everyone, I'm Pastor Veronica. I'm one of the pastors here at New Life, and I'm so excited to share with you the message God has given me. How many of you have ever heard of the movie The Little Drummer Boy? This movie is somewhat based off of a song. And the reason I say somewhat is because the movie adds more like most movies do. It's kind of like when they write a book and then they make the movie. Um, some things are added extra. It's not always spot on. Anyways, like I was saying, the movie is loosely based off of a book, also, um, but it's based off of a song, also titled The Little Drummer Boy. This song was written by a woman named Katherine K. Davis. Some say the song was originally called The Carol of the Drum. It's a Christmas favorite of mine, actually. So, um, for some of you that may have seen the movie, may or may not know that it actually starts off with the scripture. It starts off with Joseph and Mary and the Bible verse. So let's turn to Luke chapter 2, verses 1 through 4 is what we're going to read. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria. And everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee. So it was a caravan of people. And they were heading to their towns. And in this caravan of people was a little orphaned boy named Aaron, also known as the little drummer boy. He was very talented. And in this same caravan was also a man named Ben Haramed and a man named Ali. Ali notices Aaron is playing a snare drum. And with Aaron are three animals dancing. They're dancing, having a good old time. Aaron cares for these animals so much, so much so that he names them. Samson is the donkey, Ben Baba is the lamb, and Joshua is the camel. Baron ben Haramid sees the talent that the little drummer boy has and immediately starts thinking of all the money he could make. He's just seeing dollar signs. <clears throat> you see, Ben Haramid was a desert showman. That would kind of be equivalent to like the ringleader in a circus. But in those days, um, instead of like going into a tent and performing, they would go to the town square and um, they would just kind of perform on the street. So Ali tells Ben, the boy will not go with you willingly. You see, it was known that the little drummer boy didn't like humans, which is why he would talk to the animals. Those were his friends. Ben Haramid thinks, what can I do? So he decides he's going to kidnap the little drummer boy and he's going to kidnap the animals. So <clears throat> Ben Haramid picks up Aaron and Aaron is just struggling. You know, he's just fighting so hard to get away. And then Ben starts thinking like, this is, this is a lot of work. And so he tells Aaron, stop struggling, stop struggling. Um, you know, I have an idea, just listen to me. He said, I can make you a lot of money. So and Aaron stays still for a while. And he says to him, why don't you be a part of my show? Aaron agrees. You see, Aaron wasn't always angry, and he didn't always hate people. He endured a great tragedy that made him angry and hardened his heart. Aaron's father was a shepherd. He lived a happy life, a good life, on a farm with his mother and father. One day, his father comes home with a snare drum, 
And he's so excited that he has this drum. Um, and he's even more excited because his dad gave him this gift. It was a gift of love. You see, Aaron was so talented. He played so beautifully. He would captivate people when he would play. One night, bandits came to the farm and tried to steal all of the animals. So Aaron's father comes out to see what's going on. And the bandits kill his father. And as all of this is going on, Aaron's mother is inside with him and she tells him, you must go. She helps her little boy sneak out of the window, knowing this will very likely be the last time she sees him. So not only did the bandits kill his father, they killed his mother too, and they burned down the farm. And just like that, Aaron's once happy life was no more. He was an orphan. When he escaped, he was able to take a donkey with him, which was Samson, a sheep, which was Baba, and a camel, which was Joshua. Aaron's hurt turned into anger. He was a very angry boy. Aaron vowed to hate all people. Have you ever had such a tragedy in your life happen that your hurt turned into anger? And in time, you found yourself with a hardened heart? You see, if you don't deal with your hurt, it will turn into anger. Why? Because for most people, it's less painful when you're angry. You put the swell up to protect yourself because dealing with your hurt, it's hard and it's painful. So back to Ben Hermit in the show. As Aaron was about to perform, Ben tells him, smile. People love smiles and it really draws in the crowd. <clears throat> but Aaron refuses. He says, there's nothing to smile about. I will not smile. So then Ben gets upset with him and he tells him, okay, fine, you won't smile, then I'll paint a smile on your face. And he paints a smile on his face. So as Aaron is performing, a big crowd forms and they go crazy. They love him. And as Aaron is looking around, the rage that's in him starts to build and he explodes. He thinks to himself, they have the audacity to be happy. There's nothing to be happy about. He saw all people the same. He saw them as bandits. He saw them as bad. So he starts yelling at them and he's screaming, stop that laughing. And he tells them he hates them. And they're all so confused, like what is going on? But they also become very angry. So they chase him out of town. And Ben Harriman is so mad at Aaron because you see in those days you didn't buy a ticket. Like you buy a ticket to go into the movies, you buy a ticket to go into the circus, it wasn't like that. So like I said, they would perform in the town square and then Ben would take a hat and he would pass it around to everyone and that's how he would make his money. But he didn't get a chance to do that because he got chased out of town. So he's really laying into Aaron and he's scolding him. And as he's scolding him, they run into the three wise men. So Ben thinks, okay, this is a chance. This is my chance to recoup my money. So he tries to convince the three wise men to let Aaron perform for them. And they are like, you know, we don't have time for any of this right now. We don't have time to, to hear a performance because we're on our way to follow the star. Let's turn to Matthew chapter 1, verses 1 through 2. 
after Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi, and some versions say three wise men or three kings, from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. You see, they didn't have time to hear Aaron perform, but they did find themselves in need of a camel because one of their camels was suffering from exhaustion from this long journey that they were on. So Ben thinks, okay, this is my opportunity. Ben sells Joshua the camel, Aaron's camel. Aaron is so upset that one of his friends is gone. So he decides to follow the wise men. So he takes Baba and Samson and he follows him. He follows him to where the, to the stable where Jesus is. And in the distance, he can see his camel. And he's so excited that he tells Baba and, and Samson, look, there he is. And it's dark out. And as you know, they're crossing the road and they're running towards him. Out of nowhere, a chariot comes. And the chariot comes and it runs over Baba. And Aaron is devastated. He picks up Baba and he begins to weep. And he's looking around desperately for somebody to help him. Have you ever felt so desperate for someone to help you? Aaron takes his lamb to one of the wise men and he tells him, you're filled with wisdom, please save Baba. The wise men tells him, it's not me that can save him. He encourages Aaron to come see baby Jesus. Let's turn to Luke chapter two and verse 12. And there it says, you will find a baby wrapped in cloths and laying in a manger. Aaron is confused, but he goes up to the manger anyway. You see, Aaron had no gift to bring. He was a poor boy, he was an orphan. All he has is his drum and he begins to play. Right now, um, we can't play the song, but I encourage you when the message is over to look up the song called The Little Drummer Boy by the Vienna Boys Choir. And in the song, it talks about he plays his best for him, meaning Aaron played his best for Jesus. So as he's playing, not only is his lamb Baba healed, Aaron's heart is healed. I know the holidays can be hard for people. Maybe during this holiday season, you find yourself like the little drummer boy was, triggered and angry. Maybe your heart is hardened. Maybe because your loved one is no longer with you. Or maybe you're not speaking to your family right now. Maybe you lost your job. Maybe you're stressed out about not having enough money to buy gifts and pay bills. You know, I want to be transparent with you just for a moment. In October of last year, my dad was diagnosed with stage four stomach cancer. I remember when he called me from the hospital and he told me that he had stage four cancer. One of the first things I said to him was, Dad, please give your life to God. Please say the sinner's prayer because his soul mattered to me. He was given a year to live at most. Last December, he decided he wanted a family picture. One with all of his kids and grandkids. So it was set up and we all took this picture. 
last Christmas, he asked all of his kids if they would join him for Christmas, knowing that it could very likely be his last Christmas with us. And I wanted to honor his request. So I spent some time with him for Christmas. When my dad found out he had cancer, he made the choice to um, start chemo. So he was on chemo for a little while, and in February um, of 2022, the beginning of this year, he went for his follow-up, and the doctor said, you know, chemo's not working. Um, we want to try something called immunotherapy. And so he did the immunotherapy, and um, he went for a follow-up again in April. And when he went for his follow-up in April, they said, you know, um, Immunotherapy is not working either. In fact, your cancer is so aggressive and has spread so quickly. We're recommending hospice. So at the end of April, he went into hospice, or on hospice, and he died a month later. He died in the end of May. The week of his death, I believe that he felt that the time was near. He asked all of his kids if they would come stay with him. So my siblings, and, my siblings and I left our families and we moved in with him. Every day I watched the life slowly leave his body until he stopped breathing. When my dad died, I was hurt and I was angry. And if I'm being completely honest, I was in a dark place. But you know, I never stopped trusting God. I allowed myself to feel whatever it was that I needed to feel. I allowed God to love me through it all. I allowed God to love me through my hurt, through my anger, through my trauma, through my mess, and through my grief. You know, just um, last week, Pastor Troy, we had a service here um, called the Empty Chair Gathering. The Empty Chair Gathering looked a little different for me this year. It's a gathering, for some of you who may not know, to honor our loved ones, to acknowledge that there will be an empty chair at the table this year. I encourage all of you, um, if you're able to attend next year, please do. It's very healing, it's therapeutic, um, and it's just such a beautiful service. <clears throat> like I said, I allowed God to love me through all of my mess. And I would be lying if I said that the holidays aren't a little hard this year, but I have allowed God to be with me through all of it. And um, before my dad passed away, he gave his life to Jesus. And I take comfort in knowing that he's no longer suffering and that he's with Jesus. My question to you is, will you allow God to love you through your mess? Let me pray for you. 
Lord, I ask, Lord, that everybody who is watching now and watches later, God, that they would bring you their mess and they would allow you to love them through their mess, my God. I pray, God, that they would know that you are with them through their hurt, their anger, their darkness, whatever that looks like for them, God. I pray, God, that you would be with every single person, my God, and that they would know it's okay to be a mess. We're not called to be perfect and that you love us just the way we are. I ask that they would open up their hearts to you, my God, and that they, oh Lord, would allow you to love them, to guide them and to help them through whatever it is that they are going through, my God. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you so much for joining me. I love you guys. Have a good evening. Hey, New Life. I'm Brian. I am the online campus pastor here at the New Life Church Network. And I just wanted to say thank you so much for joining us today for this midweek live stream. Hopefully you got something great out of it. I want to remind you about a couple things about our church network. One, if you haven't uh, liked or followed us on Facebook or YouTube or Twitch, make sure you do that right now. You just go to New Life Church Network. Uh, we're also on Instagram as well. We want to make sure that you stay up to date on on everything that's going on here at the New Life Church Network. We try to use social media as much as possible to let you guys know about all the stuff that's going on. One of the things we do every single day is nightly prayer with our church network. And at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, every single night on Facebook, we go live. Uh, one of our staff members goes live and we pray over the needs and over the praise reports and everything going on for our church network and across the globe. And so join us every single night on Facebook New Life Church Network on Facebook at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Also, if you have a prayer request, you can submit those anytime at our website, newlifeca.church slash prayer. Submit them there, or you can always submit them in the comment section of any video we post. We'll make sure to add that to our prayer list, and we pray over that at our nightly prayer time. Also, if you call New Life Church your home church and you want to give towards the ministries here at New Life, you can do that at our website. That's newlifeca.church slash give. Or you can text your campus name like online, Lathrop, Modesto, whatever it is to 209-647-3878. And you can follow the step-by-step -step prompts on your phone there to give uh, an offering or a tithe to, to the church. We want to thank you so much for joining us today. And I want to bless you with one scripture before we go. And that's Matthew 6, 33. And it says this, seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, and he will give you everything you need. So if you find yourself in a place of need, do those two things. Put his kingdom above everything else, no excuses. And then secondly, live righteously, and he has promised new life to take care of every single one of your needs. All right, God bless you. I'll see you guys again soon.